Hi, this is Gracie with Self Care with Gracie. I'm excited to be podcasting on this rainy Saturday morning here in Washington, D.C. I've been thinking about a lot of things lately. I, um, since I've been back from India, I, I, I've experienced this like double feeling. One is I feel more centered in myself than I have in a very long time. Like there's something that's like deeply rooted and connected in me that, um, that hasn't felt like it has been before. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it except for that. A lot of this stuff is just these, these sensations and to translate it into words is interesting, but I'm going to do my best for this podcast. I also feel very disoriented, like very, very much questioning everything that I've assumed to be true, meaning I'm suspicious of all dogma right now. It's, it's interesting because I've, I've studied yoga for so long. I've, you know, been teaching for about eight years and practicing for 10, 15 years I believe a lot of it, like it's good. I've always thought that like the reason people practice yoga for thousands of years is because it's effective and yoga at its essence is about settling down the contents of my mind so I can see that there is something much deeper and more connected and resilient within me than the fluctuations of like, oh, I'm happy, oh, I'm sad. Yoga provides techniques to teach us how to do this. And in India, it's actually considered by many to be a science rather than a religion or even a philosophy. It's like, this is how you do it. You learn how to control your breath. You learn how to be in control of your body. You learn how to align yourself with the the cycles of nature around you. All of this will help you to be more grounded and calm. So that I I don't dispute. Like, I, I, I can't argue with that. It just feels so true to me. But I think a lot of even the practices around yoga, I'm like, hmm, is that true that I need to pray before I eat? Like, is it, is it true that it's, it's best to do this kind of breath? And yeah, maybe it is. I mean, maybe it's true for me. But what, what's happening to me is I'm starting to really embrace the elasticity of truth, that sometimes something can be very true. And sometimes it, it's going to change because we're, we're fluctuating beings in a lot of ways. Yes, this essence of us, which really is like nothing, you know, the the ability to be aware and to be connected, that part of us, which in yoga, we know it's taught that can't die, is there. And um, I I do believe that. But that the life experience itself, it does. It it comes and it goes. We live, we die. And it's there's there's a lot of of nuance in that. And I like, I like moving away from that more rigid part of my mind that feels like this has to be true because to me, it really symbolizes, uh, enough trust in myself and in, and in this experience of life to be able to let go of control a little bit. Control, it's, it's just my issue. Like, in, and I can trace it back. I can tell you stories about, you know, my childhood and different relationships I've had where I, I was taught that I had to like seize up and take control in order to feel safe. And that's, that's valid. But I'm, I'm also like not, I don't want to tell that story really because I'm not so interested in that being my future. I find the more I tell stories, the more that actually does create my present moment reality, which does create my future. So that's, that's where the questioning comes in. It's like, is that true? It, it, Am I right? I don't know. I really don't know. So I, I think the two are, are 
important for one another that I need to feel centered and grounded in some some essential strength in myself in order to be able to do this kind of deep questioning. And I, it feels like a gift to be able to do it, especially because I have, I have a lot of resources and a lot of support right now around me, people who are asking these deep com- contemplative questions and who are who are able to really guide me and offer their own experiences and to to grapple with what what is beautiful about life but what's really hard about life you know that like things change and um and we redefine our truths all the time one example of this is that like meditation for you know you've all heard me have recorded meditations for this podcast it's been really important and I've I decided when I was in India that like instead of waking up and meditating every morning, I want to wake up and I want to do my morning pages again. And morning pages are this practice from the artist way that are, you wake up and you do free writing for 30 minutes and it's stream of consciousness. And the artist way is a program. It's it's all about unblocking creatively. So you can let this like creative life force move through you. And it's really, you know, the author, Julie Cameron, she says it's, it's really why we're here to experience like the flow of the greater creativity moving through us which I talk about as prana, that like prana is like this bigger life force energy that, that that's the part of us that will never die. But the prana, it, it like, it manifests through this, this life that yes, will die, but it, it, it really lives, you know, but, but to access it, it means a lot of like decluttering it and surrender and letting go of control. Uh, Cause it's, for me, it's scary to go into those creative places because there's, I could, I could fail. It's, vul- it's vulnerable to be in touch with my creativity. It's like, it's the deepest connection that I have to life. And, and when I get close to that vulnerability of it, like it, it, there's a part of me that's resistant and wants to just push it away and control it and go back to a way of life, which is more like following the rules. So I've, I look back on my life and I realize that like, wow, when I write my morning pages, things, things really speed up in my life. Like I, I put myself in a lot more creative situations and I'm, I'm like less like clogged in my brain and ideas come through relationships are easier and it's more so than meditation has been for me. Meditation is like, you know, definitely been a great discipline and, and I still do it. Like I've been waking up and meditating like five minutes while my hot water is boiling and I'm working on building into a more of a, like an afternoon evening practice for myself around that. But for right now, it's like what I'm doing is I'm waking up in the morning and I'm writing my morning pages and it feels great. Like so great. I, I wake up every morning and I write like, I'm so happy to be doing this. It's also opening up space. I'm, um, I'm working on a couple of big writing projects. I, they feel a little too vulnerable to put out here right now. But let's just say that I'm waking up and doing my morning pages and I'm working on some other writing. And I'm like seeing the pages add up and being like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. So I, I hope this could be helpful to you all. Like that, that if you're doing something because you feel like you should be doing it, Maybe you, maybe you should, but you're really the only one who can say that. And I think if you can start to question where those shoulds come up, you can, maybe we'll keep the same practice. Maybe nothing will change on the surface, but you can come about it in, in a different way where it can feel more joyful, I think, when, when you're not doing something just because out of obligation, but rather you're doing it out of choice. And I know a lot of people in the yoga world, we struggle with this because we're told by our teachers, like, this is what you need to do. And, and there is some aspect of that that's important. Like, we, we need to be humble. We need to be taught. We need to, like, be resistant to ideas and still be like, okay, I'll do them anyways. 
that that's sort of my approach when like somebody tells me what to do. Like I'm like, Oh, I know you're right. And it's pissing me off and just get away from me right now. And I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then the next morning I wake up and it's integrated and I'm like, okay, this is great. So I give you permission. If you need permission from an authority figure and you view me to be that in any way, um, I give you permission to like ignore authority for a little while and to, to become your own authority and, and to do that questioning for yourself about what's, what's really true for you. And, and just know that, um, that I'm doing it too. <laughs> and then it's rich and, and that things are really changing and moving. And if we don't want to make a change in our life, um, we should probably keep doing what we're doing. And if we do want something to unstick, then, um, we should change it up. And even if it's not perfect, like you'll figure it out as you go along. And that's what I'm finding too. It's like, I'm going to figure out how to work my meditation practice back in, but the initial step is letting go of like, if I don't meditate, it means I'm like a bad, a bad yogi, a bad coach, a bad spiritual person. I'm a hypocrite because I've told you all to meditate and now I'm like not doing it. And, and we can go like that, like fluid. Something that I've noticed that correlates for me and trust or my truth is, is trust. And that's where like the, the trust of myself, I think that's what it is. I think that's what the, that inner stability is, is that I'm just trusting, I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting my life process right now. I didn't, I don't think I talked about this in my podcast about India because it was like a little too fresh and painful, but I, it, I'm like processed it a little bit more. So I'm going to, but when I was in India, I had these amazing interactions with this, this French monk who was, who was dying of cancer and this really beautiful human being. And he, he like gave me some like stern talkings too while I was there. And, uh, he asked my permission. Of course, he's like, you know, I've kind of been, you know, observing you and a couple things that might be helpful. And, you know, if you're interested, come to my cabin and see me. So I went and we're talking, having this like amazing conversation about like taking full responsibility for every single thing in your life. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, you need to take responsibility for the fact that you don't trust yourself. Actually, this is, uh, he said that you don't love or trust yourself. And, uh, of course I was so resistant. I was like, no, I love and trust myself. Nope. I, I have business around this. I love, and I trust myself. And he's like, okay. He's like, no, he's like, you don't, but whatever you want to believe. And I got pissed. I'm like, who's this guy to tell me that? And I, but I, I, I like grappled with it. I, I took it with me and I sat with it for a few days and, and then that's when I talked about in the last podcast too. I just like all this stuff started to open up in me and I, I saw these like really deep patterns that I hadn't been paying attention to. And I was like, Oh shoot, I, I don't trust myself. And, uh, and, and that's where the pain was really coming from was like, ah, like it hurts so badly to not trust myself and to look at that. But the cool thing is, is like, I got to a place of acceptance. I was like, okay, well, who really trusts themselves? You know, like, does this make me the worst person in the world? Probably not. Can I be humble and can I work on this? Like, yes, I can. And there, there was like such a relief in that, like permission to just be in process with this. And, and this is where it gets tricky for me of like, I, I want to help other people through this process. And I've like, I'm making a, like a vocation out of this and I don't have it all figured out. And, and I, I know that that's not what you all need who are listening. Like I, I understand cause I've, I, I, I look, no, I know how I look at my teachers and say that like them, their ability and courage to show being human, that they're human, that they're like swimming in humanity, like the rest of us that's way more valuable to me than them just giving me like a great practice. And then I start to feel bad that I can't do that, but still it's hard. And I like to my ego, it's hard. I don't like it. And I don't like being so vulnerable. 
but I, I sat with it and, and, and I think that that's really what's shifted in me was my willingness to like admit that I don't trust myself and my, my, and how that actually opened this like back door to trust, which feels a little interesting and shaky. And I'm like, I haven't felt this before, but it, it's expressing itself as like less self-doubt and more ability to sit with a little chaotic, I don't know, energy and, um, the thing about perfectionism is that it's, it's like an addiction to certainty, which is like actually a freezing of our life energy because nothing is certain. And uh, I know it feels so good. It's so addictive, that feeling of like, this is right and I'm right and they're wrong. This is, I got my job done. Well, too bad for them. Like all those things that just cut us off from relationship. And I'm really carrying that forth with me as, is what I'm, what I really want to be doing in my life right now is like staying in relationship. Like, and it's it, like, I know when I'm talking to someone that I leave relationship, when I start thinking, I know what's best for them. Like that's leaving the, the, the moment of relationship where I can just sit with them through the uncertainty and the hard feelings and all the stuff that makes me uncomfortable. I had a friend call me this week. She's going through a really tough situation with her father. And I, like, I love this woman so much and it was a little hard for me because I was, I've, there was like a lot of rawness in it. And I, I like, there, there was a part of me that wanted to move away and give her advice. And it was just, I was like, no, that's, that's leaving relationship. And my work is to stay. So I stayed and I just felt with her and it was hard. And then it was beautiful because I felt so close to her and I felt, and then it, because I brought up all the stuff about my dad, you know, and those feelings and I didn't, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I just want to pretend to have it all figured out. But then I went there and then, and then I felt, I felt connected. And that's, I always realize at the end, that's, that's what I want is to feel like I'm part of this human family. I'm not separate. I don't have to hold myself apart. And, and that when I do think that I'm right, um, or better than anybody, um, it's really a sign of not trusting myself. Ooh, humility. It's good. So I'm moving from there. And, and something else somebody just shared with me about trust that I think is so good is she was being coached on something and she was saying like, I, I don't trust this person. And her coach was like, uh, and this coach is Cindy Lou Golan, who is, I've worked with her before. She's really brilliant. If uh, Check her out. And she said like, like, why is it so important to trust this person? Like, she's like, why don't you put your trust in something higher? Like, why can't you trust yourself? Why can't you trust the process of life? Why can't you, you know, trust your higher power? Like, and that, and that like rocked my world. It's like, I can, I can spend so much energy being like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. They love, they broke my trust. I don't know if I trust them. And then to be like, but, but I trust the way this is working out. Like, I trust, I trust that this is in my life for a reason. I trust that in some way that they're a mirror of me. And if I, I, I trust myself to be, courageous enough to look at like what's triggering me. I trust myself to, to hurt and go to the bottom, the core of like those like unworthy feelings and that I can swim to the top again. Um, because that's not really who I am because who I am is, is that which can observe this life. And, and I trust that I really do. I trust life itself and I trust, I trust my heart. And I'm getting to know my heart. I'm staying in relationship with my heart and sharing this with you all helps me in that way too. Cause I don't, I don't think I even realized like a third of the things I just said until I said them out there. So I hope that it was, it's been, um, something has sparked in here for you as well, that you can 
you know, maybe tolerate a little bit more uncertainty today in your day because it's going to be a sign that you actually do have some strengths, um, that you can stay in relationship with other people when a part of you wants to like get righteous and pull, and pull away um, because you can tolerate that that hardness of feeling that can arise sometimes when we are so deeply in relationship and touching on that place of, of love and compassion and and that you can trust something in your life even if it's not yourself even if it's not somebody else that you can trust some aspect of like things things being here and now and and us being here and now and and I do I trust the present moment too there's there's rarely a problem in the present moment it's it's usually coming from the past or the future in some way I'm so glad to have shared this with you I'm really amazed that Poncho did not bark through this whole episode <laughs> And I am looking forward to uh, to being in touch. So let me know if you have any questions or comments. And also, thanks for listening. I just I just looked, and I don't know if this is like a big number to anyone else, but I like I have almost like twelve thousand listens on these podcasts that I've put out, and that feels like awesome. And I don't know who you all are, but thanks for listening. It's really cool. And write me an email. Let me know. It'd be it'd be amazing to like hear some of the people out there. But regardless, just know that um, that I'm sending you some love. All right. Take care of yourselves. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices more inspiration and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot and remember keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.